One of the unique things about Australia is where we're positioned in the world. Now, that's all well and good, but Australians like to travel and that means it can cost a lot because we can't just fly an hour to be in another country. So, as we're developing our life and our career and our financial goals, travel needs to be plugged into that for a lot of us. Today, we're going to talk about just that. I'm Glenn James and you're listening to my Millennial Daily. On Fridays, we answer questions from listeners. Emma asks, how to work towards goals concurrently? For example, saving for a big overseas trip while saving for a property in the next five years. So I thought I'll start by just maybe asking Shell. Hey. Hi, you've got things that you want to do in your life. I do, a couple of things. A couple of things. (laughs) Are you a concurrent saver or are you a one, done, move on to the next one? No, I can only have one. Really? Yeah. What about you, John? Hi, look, I'm probably more concurrent than I am, yeah, individual. And uh, to be honest, and this shouldn't sound arrogant, but I, I've never really saved for something specifically. It's more just general stuff. Um, just as long as we're moving forward with our wealth. Mm. Yeah, bit of a weird way to look at it, but anyway. Now, with this whole property in the next five years and saving for a big overseas trip, Mm. we've often departed ways when we've discussed in the past like the travel or property and you've kind of been of the view that getting the property done first could be a good strategy because you've got the full-time job here, you've got the income, you've got the savings, get that property done, get a, a tenant in that property or live in it yourself then when you go overseas, you can put a tent in there. What are some of the things that we need to look out for if we are doing that before we go overseas? Yeah, I think there's no one size fits all in this. Like if we've got a burning desire lifestyle-wise to go overseas and, and scratch that itch when we're young because we're going to come back and start a family or whatever it might be, I think there's a real emotional pressure to go and do that. So I can see where people get stuck here. But I think if we're going to do that, buy that property first, we've got to know, really understand the cash flow of that property. Because if we get over there and all of a sudden we need to be working 40 hours a week over in the UK uh, to fund this property while we're over there, we just regret our trip almost, don't we? Mm. So it speaks more to the the quality of the asset and the return on the rental yield if it supports itself. Yeah, that's right. Like it's exciting to think, oh, okay, I'm overseas for two years and I come back and my house has gone up 40,000, 50,000. Great. While I've been having fun over there. But if we can't hold on to it because we've gone broke, then different story. Glenn, what would you do? Do you save concurrently or do you prefer to have one big goal? I'm a one and done only because I just, I want to work towards that. I want the enjoyment of having that and then moving on. I think it's interesting with priorities too, like how can you split your focus with those two priorities? I find it easier as someone who goes, I want to get this done and then, yeah, like you said, move on. It's interesting to note though, like if you do have some longer term goals that are on simmer, it's probably okay to have those separate pots because you're an adult and you can make the decision. Like, so if Emma was saving for the overseas trip, right? and saving for a property concurrently, and she keeps out of consumer debt, so she's living a lean and agile budget, if she's got two pots of money 
and an opportunity comes up to leave Australia earlier, she can make the call then. If an opportunity comes up for an amazing property and she's done her lending and pre-approvals and all that gets sorted, she can make the judgment call then because what cash enables you to do is always have options. Yeah, totally. And, and it's very much a timing thing, isn't it? Like the exciting part of, of having an asset and then going away and just enjoying life, but without the stress of the cash flow. But concurrently, you ask that question, Shell, like how I would go about it is say, well, how much do I need for overseas? How much do I need for my home deposit? So I just did some rough numbers. If I needed 10K for travel and 100K is my deposit, that's a 10% ratio. So when I'm putting it aside, I'm going 10% over here, 90% over there to the house deposit, for example. But yeah, everyone's going to be different based on their incomes. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll bring this home with some practical takeaways. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Shell, lots going on with these moving parts. What are your words for Emma? Yeah, I think for Emma, it's just coming back to your values. So what is it that's most important to you? And if you, like you said, Glenn, if you see that opportunity where that property comes up that you want and that aligns with your values, go for it. I, I do think we need to filter all our big decisions through that lens of what's most important to me right now. John. Yeah, it's a good one, Shell. Um, for Emma, I would say that the property timing is important and, and it's probably more rigid than the, the travel is fluid. So you might decide to put it off 12 months to go and travel because you, you want to save to get that house done and then that might mean growth in the market while you're gone versus going and traveling first and then coming back and starting from scratch and know that the market's moved beyond your control. Yeah, for me, my practical piece of advice would be even if you did have two accounts and you were doing concurrently, uh, that's awesome. But pick a number like you touched on before. To buy a property, you might need $20,000 to even think about getting a pre-approval unless you've got a parental guarantee. What about if you set a rule in your life, Emma, that when I get to $10,000, I'll then write a pro and con list down for property or travel at the time. Then I'll do it again at 15. Then I'll do it at 20. And just have some, some guideposts to come up for air and make a judgment call but there are two schools of thought in finishing. There's the one school of thought, get life established, get the big rocks done like that university lecturer talks about with the big rocks and the sand in the jar. Get that done first, then go and have some fun. Or the other side of the coin, if you're in your early 20s, you don't have any responsibilities, go have all the fun, then come back and get settled. So it really is choose your own adventure. You can't wreck it if you keep out of consumer debt and always have a goal that's in line with your values. Love it. Love it. Well, two sets of loves. It's love, love. You're listening to My Millennial Daily. We'll see you next week. Love you. 
My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.